Hi everybody, happy Wednesday. My name is Good Sense Amelia, and welcome to The Fine Line. Today's episode is about Taoism, uh, but I'm also going to talk briefly about Buddhism to sort of help you understand what Taoism is. It's not very well understood. It's from China. It, um, is an, it's a super ancient school of thought. It's hardly any different than animism, but um, it's very interesting and I've found it very helpful in my life. So first, um, a little bit of history. The first book to be considered Taoist is probably the Yijing, which was uh, no originally started as um, sort of tied tied in with um, feng shui, and it's sort of um, like a geomancy type of thing. It's more of an oracle than anything else, but it's definitely like earth magic, earth worship. Sometimes people see it as like Chinese witchcraft. Um, but it's a way of getting in touch with the universe around you. Um, the second book that many people would consider Taoist would be um, the Tao Te Ching, which is the most famous probably, and it's actually the second most translated book in the world, second only to the Bible. Um, it was written down by a dude named Li Er, but we all remember him as Lao Tzu, which means old master, and he was um, a commoner. I think he worked in a some sort of not a library but um just like a government office or something and he did filing or some something like that um anyways um the the Tao Te Ching was written down probably 500 years before the book of Job was written down so it makes it one of the most ancient books on earth it's also very short um and um I would call it both easy and difficult to understand at the same time and it has multiple levels of uh, meanings to it. Um, so um, in China they had this painting uh, called the Vinegar Tasters and um, it's got Confucius, Lao Tzu, and Buddha all um, tasting liquid that is supposedly I guess it's vinegar. Confucius has a look on his face. Buddha has a look on his face. I can't remember which is which, but one is sour and one is bitter because that's apparently supposed to describe how they see the world. But Lao Tzu has a smile on his face, um, mostly because he he has this um, idea of life that even if it tastes like vinegar, there's still good uh, to be derived from it. Uh, so... Buddhism is from India originally, and it's a response uh, to Hinduism. And the goal in Buddhism is enlightenment, just as is just as it is in Hinduism. And um, so Buddhism has, uh, like, the first noble truth of Buddhism is that all life is suffering. And um, Buddhism actually has a lot of rules and has been used in many countries to subjugate people um, and has also been uh, used to commit and justify as many atrocities as Christianity has. For example, in Tibet, um, Buddhism was used to create a religious aristocracy where monks uh, were justified in cutting off the hands of starving people for stealing goats or whatever to eat. So uh, people who believe in like the whole free Tibet movement really have no idea what they're talking about. They don't really uh, understand the history of the situation. Um, what's interesting, though, about Buddhism and Taoism, and I guess Confucianism for that matter, is that they were both born out of systems that 
already had like either established gods or like in China, they have cultural gods and local gods. Um, they have the concept of heaven or uh, Tian, which would be like um, everything above humans that is like beyond us and beyond our understanding. Um, so neither one of these philosophical like ideologies requires that you adapt to their god because they're adaptable to whatever your understanding of the greater truth is. Um, and that's one of the reasons I like Taoism is because it doesn't enforce like this idea of a certain god that you must worship or whatever. Um, it's, it's very adaptable. Um, in Buddhism, the original founding thinker has been somewhat elevated to godlike status because they claim that he attained enlightenment. And so the whole goal of Buddhism is this, like, you can attain enlightenment regardless of caste, but really it's just become, like, you can attain enlightenment if you give our temples enough money, which is very similar to Christianity today. You can only achieve salvation if you donate enough money. Um, so... Um, that's, so, okay, there we go. There's the comparison. So let's talk really heavily more about Taoism now. Um, Taoism is, a, it's, um, it's really a way of thinking to get you to think for yourself. Um, there are no rules in Taoism. The book is, originally was written in 500 Chinese characters and has been artificially separated into 81 parables today. Um, and you know, it's a little bit wordier and depending on the translation you get, it might rhyme or it might not. The dude that, that made it rhyme though, that guy's brilliant. <laughs> um, but it's a way of getting you to think for yourself. It's a way of helping you to see like the truth behind, um, culture, uh, behind, um, other, I think other systems of thought. It really is like when I say it's related to animism, it really is. It's um, seeing the earth as like a part of the system of the whole universe and seeing yourself as a part of the system of the earth. Like it really goes um, into macrocosm, microcosm, um, units of a whole, the whole being a unit of another separate whole, um, these types of things. Like uh, one very simple idea from Taoism is that an empty bowl is a lot more uh, useful than one that's already been filled up. So uh, just, which I guess could be translated. Many people interpret that as meaning if you have a lot of ideas and beliefs about things already, then um, it's, you, you really have become useless because you have no room for new thought or information. Um, so another idea about Taoism is that um, flexibility is more important than rigidity. And they have this whole idea in Taoism that to, to become or to remain or to understand what it is to be childlike is more important than it is um, to become like this all-knowing old whatever. But, you know, Lao Tzu, he's the old teacher. He's the sage. He's the master, you know, and coincidentally, like, what did he do at the end of his life? He ran away from home. <laughs> to Tibet, um, I think is what happened. But, um, just the idea that, uh, you don't, I think in how to, how to describe being childlike, I don't know, like, don't take everything, don't believe everything, you know, uh, know how to laugh. Um, i I know that some grownups have outgrown their sense of humor, but I think a lot of it is, uh, rec this whole like alpha wave, beta wave, uh, thing, you know, learning to think without, uh, learning to think 
without linguistic thoughts and learning to understand without linguistic understanding. Um, you know, learning to uh, know the world around you in an authentic way or in a childlike way, the way somebody understands before they have switched to alpha brainwaves, um, I think probably would be the scientific spin on that. Um, and it's actually been quite interesting. It saved my life a number of times. And I've been stuck in bed for, God, I don't even know, like a week and a half or something. It's getting awful. But, um, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy being able to do is, like, consult the Yijing and see, like, am I making good decisions about my life? Um, and what has it told me, like, the last two times I've asked it, it's like, you need to chill and, uh let let the universe solve problems on its own like uh you, there's nothing basically say there's nothing i can do to solve really any of my problems right now except for relax and do nothing and that's not a normal response really i've never had a response like that before but it was twice in the span of a month is that there's nothing i can do to solve my own problems at this point in my life and i'm like that's really good because i have a concussion and i'm stuck in bed anyway so um, it's great to know that the universe thinks that um, it's really good for me to be in bed right now and do nothing. It's uh, it's sort of validating. And also some people don't believe in oracles and, and magic and things like that. Um, but in Taoism, they really believe that um, the Tao is knowable. Um, not, not necessarily nameable, but definitely knowable. And you can interact with it because it exists all around you. You're part of it. It's inside of you and you're inside of it, which is actually kind of a a view that is uh, believed in in many religions or schools of thought all over the world. God is inside of you and you're inside of God. That's a very Hindu belief as well. So anyways, um, that's quick, basic intro to Taoism. Uh, I'm not like pushing it on anybody, but I wanted to share it with everybody because um, I think it's very important. Um, and it's also um, interpretable uh, based on like your own personal thoughts. So like what I've said here, if you disagree, like that's great. That makes you very Taoist. You've thought about it for yourself and I would encourage you to continue to do that. Anyway, thanks to Ronald Jenkins for letting me use your music. Thanks to all my listeners to joining me today and listening. Um, I might keep going today or I'll post again tomorrow depending on what I'm doing. All right. Uh, take care guys. Bye.